Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Welcome to episode 133 of Beyond Retirement. As you know, if you've been listening along, after each guest episode, I reflect a bit on what was discussed, trying to figure out how to relate the information or ideas to retirement life or preparation for retirement. Today's no different. Last week, I talked with Joseph Hogue, who discovered early in his 9-to-5 career that he didn't really want to spend the next 30-plus years doing a job that he hated. It wasn't so much that he didn't want to work. He simply wanted to do work that he enjoyed. So he set about figuring out how to ensure that this happened. If you haven't listened to Joseph yet, please go back and listen to that episode, either now or after this episode. He's got a lot of interesting information to share. This episode is primarily for people who want to do something. They're looking to fill up their time with a productive activity that may eventually lead to an, un- to an income, however meager it might be. Joseph's main advice was just get started. The longer you wait, the less likely you are to do anything, and the more you think about what you're going to do, the less likely you are to do it. So just get out there, find a hobby, and do something. Now, before I go too much further, I want to say that I know that not everyone wants a side business, and not everyone wants to make money from their hobbies. That's okay. You still need to get started. Some of you will be wondering what to do with yourself all day, every day, now that you're retired. So Joseph's advice of just get started is true for you too. Now, this is something that I'm really attracted to, the idea of just do it. (laughs) Me and Nike, right? Seriously, though, it's the only way to accomplish anything in life. And starting a hobby is a great time consumer. Of course, You'll want to make sure that it's something that you're actually interested in, because ultimately you'll be spending time at it at least every couple of days. So spend a little bit of time now thinking about what you enjoy doing. Do you like to write? Maybe you can start a blog writing about the Netflix shows that you've seen lately. Or maybe you're a great gardener and you can share tips about what it takes to make your plants grow. I know that's something that I need to read. Joseph's suggestion was to start a YouTube channel. I think that's a marvelous idea, because YouTube is certainly one of the major search engines these days, right? You can find videos on just about anything. It doesn't matter whether you want to make money at it or not. If you want to, you can, but it's not a necessity. There are YouTube channels and blogs out there for any topic or idea you can think of. Joseph made the point that regardless of whether you start out aiming to monetize whatever you're doing, at some point you'll be able to make money at it. And why not do that if you can? Who's going to turn down a little extra cash? But if you really don't want to make money and someone is trying to force you to take the money for what you're doing, you can always give it to charity. I thought that a great idea for a blog or a YouTube channel would be a journal of your life. Just 
recording what you do each day, like a diary. It'll be a great keepsake for your grandkids. I wish I'd had some stories from when my grandparents were young. Well, my grandparents were young. When I, <laughs> I wish I'd had some stories from my grandparents' lives when I was young, because I didn't really know them very well. And now I'd like to look back and see what kind of things were going on in their lives. Anyway, how do you figure out what to do and if it fits in your post-retirement life at all? I guess first you have to decide if you're really interested in pursuing a hobby that can turn into a side business. I'm going to assume you are because there's no point in taking this topic any further if you're not interested in it. Then you have to figure out what it is that you're interested enough in to want to pursue it so doggedly because quite frankly having your own business isn't for the faint of heart. It should be a real passion or at least something that you're willing to do every day like I said. Do you like to collect singing fish on plaques? Or maybe you've been interested in crocheting or macrame? Or maybe you play a musical instrument? You get the idea. It doesn't really matter what you're interested in. You can tell someone something about it that they didn't know. Or you can research it and learn as you go, like the reporter does. That's A reporter is someone who doesn't necessarily know a lot about something themselves, but they learn a lot and then they share. Whether you know or you don't, either way, you can start a YouTube channel if you want to. And the next part after starting the channel is publishing. Publishing is scary. Unless you've always been an actor of sorts and love to be in the limelight, it's going to feel at least a little bit awkward being on a video. And as Joseph says, your first few videos are really going to suck. Everybody's do. You just can't escape that. So don't keep fiddling until they're perfect. Just record them, post them, and move on. You get better with experience. At least I hope that's the case. I went back and listened to a few of my first uh, podcast episodes recently. I really had no idea what I was doing back then. I'm not saying I'm a pro right now either, by any stretch, but I've learned a few things along the way, and I really hope that the episodes are getting a little bit easier to listen to. Anyway, the next thing that Joseph discussed was how and where to find content. And this is important because most people find it really hard to keep creating new content for their channel or their blog or their website, whatever platform they've decided to publish on. I think the way to come up with content varies depending on what you're talking about. But in general, you can come up with ideas by searching any search engine for your topics. For example, if you want to talk about retirement travel destinations, you can search Google or YouTube for exactly that, retirement travel destination, and see what comes up. The most popular sites and videos will be at the top, of course. So go and read what's on those sites. Go watch those videos. Check out the Pinterest boards. See what people are talking about related to your niche or topic. And what you do when you've done all the searches and seen what people are talking and reading about is you make a list. <laughs> yep, you, you didn't really think that I was going to go through a podcast without saying make a list, did you? So now you've got a list of the hottest topics in your niche and it's time to start figuring out what you're going to talk about. Doesn't really matter whether you're writing a blog or doing a video, you'll probably want to at least outline each topic or episode before you get going. Obviously, if you're writing a blog, it's more complete. You can just start recording a video and riff if you want. I'm not great at that. 
especially alone. It's not too bad if I have a guest, because when there are a couple of people, you sort of feed off each other. But a solo show is tougher. When you stop talking, there's nobody to pick up the slack. So if you're doing a video, you might want to have some prompts available for the first few episodes, just in case. If you don't think blogging or YouTube is quite your thing, maybe you do like something else. Maybe you enjoy knitting or crocheting or art of some type. You can uh, share with others the methods that you use or show off your finished products. So now it comes down to why are you doing this? And it's a totally legitimate question. It's not something that everybody wants to do. Just because you're retired or heading in that direction doesn't mean you want to start a business or share your thoughts with other people or even evaluate those thoughts for yourself. Fair enough. If you don't want to have a business or a side hustle or a hobby, go back to your cozy chair and watch Netflix. Perfectly fine. If you've realized that maybe this is a great way to spend a bit of your free time, I'd love to hear what it is you're doing, if you want to share it. Send me an email to retireabc at gmail.com, and maybe I'll put the ideas together in another episode. But for now, I'm going to go and take Joseph's advice and just get started on some of my own tasks. Be sure to join me next week when I'm chatting with Raiden Stansel from Peace of Mind Wealth Management. He's going to share the advice he gives his clients about preparing for retirement. Something you really don't want to miss, even if you're retired already. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late.